This is The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott, presented by Big O Tires. Stop by your locally owned Big O Tires for no credit needed financing and the best prices on tires. Big O Tires, the team you trust. This is 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Big Show, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, we're live today from the RV Super Show here at the Mountain America Expo Center. Cool thing they're doing, Gordon. Probably haven't mentioned this enough because this is awesome. Uh, They're working in conjunction with the Utah Food Bank to help fight hunger in Utah. Bring one can of food to the ticket office and receive $1 off your regular price admission ticket uh, up to half off. Sounds good. Yeah, bring in a bunch of them. Yeah, I like that. A can of chili can get you a dollar off. (laughs) Good. You know, you've got a can of Nally's. Uh, That's your favorite, and, isn't oh, it? Oh, I love Nally's chili. You know, I on your recommendation, um, I I bought a couple of those. Uh-huh. And you're right, it was good. Um, oftentimes, my wife will make her, her own brand of chili, and it's really good. So I have a high standard. But it tasted good. Yeah, and I mean, you know, Nally's is still coming in a can. But I'll tell you what, you pour it over a hot dog and sprinkle a little cheese on there, <laughs> and I am, I am uh, eating it. You're a Connoisseur, oh, man, is, is chili dog the perfect food? Do you ever put chili on uh, a burger? I have had chili on a burger. Not quite the same as a chili dog, though. I would say. If I if I remember correctly, there's a there's an outfit in California called Tommy's, and there was used to be a real famous uh, uh, burger stand down down in this one spot that drew in a lot of traffic uh, and was well known for that and. Chili dog sounds pretty good right about now, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and you know what? Throw that hot dog on a bed of fries and pour chili over all of it. <laughs> Man, we're there, Jake. buddy. We're Woo! there. Doesn't that sound good? Dinner tonight. Yeah, I think so. I think I might have to make a phone call in the <laughs> next break. Say I know what we're okay, having. Okay, so what do you do? Papa's you picking up Nally's on the do, way home. You, okay, so you pick up the Nally's, but then do you need to pick up uh, some fries from somewhere? Because fries are tough to replicate at home, aren't they? Uh, we have an air fryer and believe it or not, you can just buy frozen French fries and throw those in the air fryer. Pretty good. Oh yeah. Not bad. I had my daughter made some, uh, sweet potato fries the other day at at home in one of those. And it was, it was quite good. I'm not a fan of the sweet potato. No, no, not my thing. All right. Well, to each his own. Those air fryers are slick though. Do you have a, what kind do you have? Do you have a real nice one or do you have some cheap little thing? I don't know. It's an air fryer. What do you mean, cheap little thing? Why would that matter? I just wonder if it was some big elaborate thing that might, you know, do an extra good job on the on the thing. But man, I, you just brought up all those things. You know, I don't think I've ever had that. So you got fry, you got a bed of fries, yeah, and then you got. What uh, do you do? You cut up the the, no, no, the no, dog. No. Just put the dog right on there, and then just put dump the dog all the chili on there. Yeah. Dump the chili on top, and then maybe some cheese on top of that. Yeah. Do you mix in some uh, like some uh, some Fritos? I, I've never done that myself, but I mean, sure, it sounds good. Mix in strawberries. I don't care. I just <laughs> <laughs> that sounds good. Yeah, I could go for a chili dog. Well, that's more than a chili that dog. Is. That's, that's a, a meal. Chili, that's a chili plate. <laughs> Woo. 
I don't know how we got it. Oh, yeah, cans to get discounts here <laughs> at the RV show. Oh, yeah. Uh, I bet you could mix up some chili dogs in some of these rigs they have down What's here. your favorite um, Oh, what's your favorite unhealthy meal? Because I would consider that somewhat unhealthy. <laughs> what's unhealthy about a chili dog on top of fries? Because you got fries in there, and you got uh, you got a hot dog in there. I don't think hot dogs are really nutritious. Sure, they are. <laughs> I, I thought for every hot dog you eat in your life, you you're like supposed to lose like ten minutes of life. That's an old wives' tale. <laughs> Okay, you say so. Anything else? Hot you, dog's not good you for you. You mix anything the else shop. there? Do you put, like, uh, uh, how about, uh, like, uh, those uh, sweet peppers or something? Would that be good? Sure. <laughs> we aren't exactly scouting the hands, are we? <laughs> no, we're not. What's the most unhealthy thing you like? You, you're the, see, it seems to me that, that you are on a, a strict, health diet meaning no, you're going to be you're eating like twigs and leaves no and i'm now not you're it's craving a, you're craving something no, that's my, like my naughty. wife my wife and, and my family members they are very they are into eating healthy and and so and so when you talk about these things and suddenly i get right i get uh, sort of because uh, you're you're tired of your twigs and, <laughs> and leaves for dinner and you just want a good old-fashioned chili dog i don't blame you I don't blame you, but it's probably not as nutritious as the twigs, so you you stick with that. <laughs> twigs, who eats twigs? I used to wonder about like, did you ever have a grape nut cereal? <laughs> you ever have grape nut cereal? I mean, what is that? Twigs. I mean, those are like, what are those? Chopped up walnuts? Uh, walnut shells? Uh, grape nuts? It's not a gra- what's a grape nut anyway? Isn't it a cereal with raisins? No, I don't think there are any raisins. I've told you this before. I'm not a cereal person. This is one of my more controversial opinions, but I'm just, I mean, I ate cereal as a kid, but I was never passionate about it. And I can't tell you the last time I had cereal Hmm. because there are people that eat cereal like several times a day. Yeah, that is true. Uh, Yeah. And Mm -hmm. it's just never been me. Okay. Well, is there a reason for this? No, it's just, I don't know. I'm just not a cereal person. I mean, if you had to eat cereal, what kind would you? I, I liked plain Cheerios when I was a plain kid. Plain Cheerios? Wow, okay. Not the Honey Nut Cheerios? Not the not the Golden so Grams? you, you are the, a Cheerio No, person. not really. I don't need it much either. But there are people in my household who do. The ones who don't eat healthy, probably. Well, a cereal's probably get, get healthy. Get yourself an unhealthy meal on the way home. You deserve it. You need some. Pick something up that'll... that'll <laughs> That are really Put some hair know, on just, my chest. Just a <laughs> gut bomb. <laughs> a gut that, bomb. That sounds like something I really would look forward need to. to. Pick something I up want a gut bomb. That's just gonna really, you know, do the trick. The problem with a gut bomb is what happens when it comes time to, you know, unload the bomb. <laughs> Not my problem, buddy. <laughs> okay. That was disgusting. <laughs> Look at you. You really are disgusted. I am disgusted. It's true. Uh, Gordon, let's revisit our conversation we had in the 2 o'clock hour for our 5 o'clock hour listeners, whether or not we're uh, readjusting expectations for yeah. the Utes and Cougs based on what we've seen so far. And let's set up the conversation by saying, you know, of course, this is a impossible discussion because we've only seen two games apiece. So. No, but I, it's everybody but it's, makes adjustments. It's more information. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And some unexpected information. I don't. Know a whole lot of folks that were expecting BYU to beat Utah this year, and in the way that they did it. So, uh, 
curious, are you are you expecting, let's start with the Cougs, are you expecting any more or less out of BYU? I'm assuming it's not less after what you saw against Utah. Yeah, I, I am expecting more. However, let me uh, throw out a little warning that this week, Saturday night, could be a major challenge. And uh, BYU was pretty amped up about the results the other night. And uh, I, I'm sure the coaches have been talking about this ad nauseum, about uh, preparing and uh, you know coming off the emotional high and, and focusing in on the opponent this week, uh, just like they did the week before. Because Arizona State's going to be every bit as tough as Utah, if not more. So... They, they better be prepared to do it, especially with a dynamic quarterback like Daniels. I don't know whether the guy is, is going to be Johnny Unitas, but, uh, but he certainly is mobile, and uh, BYU's defense will have to find a way to effectively pressure slash contain him in order to bottle up that Arizona State offense. So I certainly expect BYU to beat three Pac-12 teams this year. That's almost – I mean – you know, Washington State, I guess, is capable of winning a football mm-hmm. game. But I'm just assuming that BYU is going to win that game. They should. So that gives them three. Is it fair to expect four, that they win one of two out of USC and Arizona State? Well, Utah is one of the best teams in the Pac-12, in my opinion. Well, well, we'll get to that in a minute. <laughs> we, we thought they had a chance to be. Are they capable of doing that? Yes, I think they are. Is it and- fair to expect it, though? At this point, I'd say yes. See, I'm kind of there with you. Two presumably tough teams. We don't know what USC team we're going to see in November. I mean, that's a huge wild card in this. But, I mean, you you look at it. I'm not sure USC knows what they're going to be. Right. But Uh you look at that as two tough games and a pretty good BYU team. Is it fair to expect them to win one of those two games? And maybe it's not this this weekend because Arizona State is good. But I think it is fair to expect them to win. I agree with that. And BYU fans and the players and coaches would be disappointed if they don't get at least one of those two games and and uh, and and maybe all of them. I mean, beating SC. I mean, Stanford beat USC down there in the Coliseum. Uh, it seems like Utah and BYU would be capable of doing that. But uh, yeah, they could very well go four and one, and. Uh, maybe even 5-0. and oh. I'm really curious about Saturday night's game because I think that's huge. If they win that game, then expectations for BYU just absolutely uh, go up another three or four knots. Well, you made this argument. It might be their most difficult uh, game left. Might. Yeah. Uh, not definitive, but it might be their most difficult we're game. We're early left. in the season. We right. don't, we're not uh, – our knowledge is not <laughs> – hardly I mean, Arizona State could go in the tank. We don't know. Yeah. I mean, we, we honestly have no idea, but – but I, but I think the information that we get out of BYU or about BYU after Saturday night, we'll, we'll be well in advance of where we are right now. And I, but I think the expectation is fair for BYU to – if they were to lose this game, if it's not competitive, then shame on them. Because this game should be competitive based on what we saw the Cougars do against the U.S. Oh, I think it should be competitive. Yeah. But, you know, we were talking yesterday about that, that situation with BYU back in the day when they beat Oklahoma and beat Tulane, and then Florida State comes into Lavelle's place and absolutely destroys the Cougars. So that, I, you know, I'm not, well, that was I wouldn't be expecting that on Saturday night. But if there's a let-up, if there's a lack of focus – 
then something crazy like that could happen. So it's really, in my opinion, up to the Cougars to show up for that game and be be what they, what the best of what they can be. In fairness to your comparison, I don't think Arizona State is as good as that Florida State team. That was a top ten team with a top ten pick at quarterback. That was a really good Florida State team. Yeah, it was. As so, it turned out. Yeah, but it, BYU beat Oklahoma before that. So you would have expected them not to get blown out on their gotcha. own field. No, no, I hear you. But that was a really good Florida State team. Um, and maybe this turns out to be a really good Arizona State team. I guess I shouldn't make assumptions. But that was a, a really good Florida State team. I, I don't expect that to happen. This I, is, I don't expect BYU th- to this get is, beat up. Jake, this is what happens with teams when they go out and perform well against a team like Utah. Uh, 2-0, and obviously, right now. Every victory that they gain is an indictment against every game they lose later. They set themselves up that way. I think I've got that backwards, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah. So, anyway, uh, yeah, so the expectations rise. And after beating a team like Utah, playing uh, as the Cougars will on their home field, you would expect them to take care of their business. Now, Last I checked, Arizona State was like a two-point favorite. I don't know whether it stayed that way. Have you seen? Have you checked the numbers? You have not. Um, so we'll we'll see. But it should be a really really good game. I'm extremely curious to see how that one turns out. Yeah, I think so. If Arizona State turns out to be. Uh, I mean, if Arizona State mops the floor with BYU, what does that say about Utah? <laughs> well, I mean, it's it, sometimes it's a different game every day. You know, things can. Well, you're saying judging games based on what happens later. I'm just going off that theory. I would expect BYU to be very well prepared and to be focused because any team that can focus the way they did against the Utes, I would expect them to be able to continue that and not fall victim to some sort of fat headedness that would come in the aftermath. Oh, I don't think that's going to happen. Yeah. So we'll see how it turns out. As far as the Utes go, Jake. This is really sort of interesting because you pointed out earlier that they're going up against a quality opponent here that is not a packed, it's not a P5 type team, San Diego State. Uh, so they will have to be, they'll have to do what Kyle Whittingham said they were going to do at the start of the week, and that is correct the th- areas where they showed weakness against the Cougars and, uh, and give every kind of attention to detail and every bit of effort in this game because the Aztecs are good. And if the Utes don't, then I don't think they really want to be in the business of being one and two at the start of the season. You follow what the uh, magic predicting wizard in Vegas uh, predicts down there. What uh, is he predicting for, uh, or she, I suppose, I don't know the gender of the wizard. Uh, What are they predicting for the over under for the Utah San Diego state game? The over under? Yeah. I don't know. I haven't checked that. Under. That's what I'm taking. You think it's all defense, huh? Under. I, I don't know. I'd still Wasn't, pick, isn't Utah like a seven-point favorite? I'd still pick Utah in that game, but I don't think I, – I have concerns about Utah's ability to score points. I'm a little worried about the Utes playing on a soccer field. Why? Because they play football. Grass. <laughs> it might be a I distraction. Think I think it's flat. <laughs> it's a pitch. The, the dimensions are the same. Well, at least they'll be able to make a football field. I mean, it's not going to yeah. be shorter or longer or skinnier. I would be really surprised if the, if the Utes don't come out strong this week. I mean, yeah. That's a talented team that can play 
probably better than what we showed, what they showed last week. And but it's not taking anything away from BYU because I think BYU played great. So maybe the Utes are a good, really good team, but they just ran into a better team. Well, we'll, we'll find out that information about the Utes coming up. Um, and, but here's the thing. I I understand that Utah is disappointed because they lost to their rival and whatnot, but they got everything to play for, Jake. They still – the number one goal, Kyle Whittingham probably lifted this from Lavelle Edwards because Lavelle used to stress it all the time. Number one goal coming into a season is to win your conference championship. And the loss to BYU has no effect on their number one goal. Well, I mean, Arizona can say the same thing. I, I understand that. But I'm just saying that it doesn't – their loss, Utah's loss to BYU – they should be able to shake that off, even though their pride is hurt. It's a rivalry thing. I get all that. But they can regroup, sort of go forward with a strong effort against the Aztecs, and then once they bounce into conference play, accomplish their goal. And, and I don't think the expectation for that should be downgraded. Would you be telling your team that if you were Washington and just lost to Montana? Uh, BYU is not Montana. No, but their goals are still there. <laughs> I think, yeah, I think why. <laughs> that's true. That is true. But that's a worse loss. It is a bad loss. You've fallen into a deeper hole. Okay. <laughs> so goals takes still there. Takes a little more effort getting out of that. By the way, uh, the Magic Vegas predicting wizard has Utah minus eight and a half, and the over under forty four and a half. I'd still take the under. I think. Why? Why do you say that? San Diego State plays good defense. Mm-hmm. You don't think the, I told you. You I, don't think the Utah offense is capable of uh, ringing up some scores. Huh? I told you to take the under in the BYU-Utah game, too, and that came out. Well, I, I, I think Utah's going to have a tough time scoring the ball all year. Why? What do you mean, why? Why? I think that they're... You don't think they have a running back? I don't know if they have a, a star running back. They yet. have two different backs that ran for over 100 yards in each of the first two games. And one of them's probably not going to play anymore. I wouldn't be so certain about that. I, he might get he might get another chance. You don't think you think you think he's just going to be benched and that's it? Sorry, son, you fumbled and you're done. Well, that's kind of what Utah does. He ran for, what, 146 yards the first week. He fumbled like his first carry against BYU. What what was it? No, it was 107 yards. But he had some really nice yard gains. And and then uh, uh, Bernard. Okay. All right, Bernard. Bernard's played well. All right. But there's other positions on the offense. I'm I'm more interested in seeing if the Utes go back to their typical Ute attack where they're handing the ball off to that running back and establishing the run which is favorable for their defense, and uh, go back to maybe the rudiments of Utah football. I don't think the receivers are going to do Charlie Brewer any favors. And the tight ends can only do so much. And the, the, tight, end, the tight ends are really, really valuable. And they threw and it to them like, like one and a half times against BYU. And the offensive line really struggled. So well, Nick Ford has been talking about that. I know. It, it, Nick has... has I appreciate his comments because he, he, he it was self-aware. He said, you know, but he also defended his guys and said, you know, we weren't all the problem, which they weren't, which is true. Right. Uh-huh. But it does need to get better at that position, that, those five positions. That that. Do you think we'll see 
uh, teams do what BYU did against Utah, namely on certain occasions when they think it will be an advantage to them, just bring the house? Well, I think you see a lot of stunts and stuff because Utah yeah. hasn't handled that well right. for a couple of years. And so, that gets yeah. back to who, which running back is the best blocker. Well, we'll see. I do. I have concerns. I, I just laid out my reasoning for you. Agree okay. with it or not. I I don't, yeah, but do you agree with me that expectations should not uh, sink too far? Well, define too far. Well, I mean, let me ask you the question you asked me. What are the expectations for Utah I've, now? I think I've lowered expectations a little bit. I don't know, because the rest of the league is kind of doing Utah favors. Because USC is imploding. Arizona's a no-show. Colorado doesn't appear to be very good. Speaking about having trouble scoring points, see the Colorado Buffaloes. Did you watch it? You watched some of that game yeah, against Texas. Yeah, it was, they set football back years. What was the final score on that? Wasn't it remember? 10-7? Is that right? Colorado had a... Yeah, but Texas A&M was ranked number five in the yeah, country. Yeah, but their, their stud quarterback got hurt early in the first quarter, and then the, the backup true freshman was not <laughs> terrific. Not terrific at all. All right. So uh, UCLA looks to be better. Yes. So maybe maybe they're the new favorite in the South. We'll we'll see Arizona State. Maybe they you know, but the North looks abysmal outside of Oregon's big victory over Ohio State. So maybe Utah's got a ton yeah, of built-in. But Oregon wins. didn't even look that good in the first game. So that just shows you how. Let's give how or- the thing can Oregon went around. into the horseshoe and beat Ohio State. Let's yeah. give Oregon some. But credit. my point is that who they who was the first uh, who they beat Fresno. 20, Twenty-one to what was it? Twenty-four to seventeen. I don't or remember something? the final. It was closer than you'd 21 think. Twenty-one to fourteen. Well, yeah. I forget. It was something like that. And so I don't know. That's why I'm thinking you could see the Utes come out and just play absolutely great football. Maybe because you know it doesn't. One game doesn't define these teams. And for those that are actually playing in a conference, that's a beautiful thing about it. Now, once you get into the conference games, then you can't be screwing around at all. Look at us. We're way over. Oh! Tell you what, Lundy fills in and he just lets you run roughshod right over the clock. <laughs> me? Was it me? I'm not blaming you. I'm blaming Alex. I'm not blaming Lundy My at bad. all. I th- I, no, I think <laughs> Lundy was just captivated by the discussion. You need to be more forceful with Gordon, Lundy. Just really, like, he likes it when you insult him while see, you're telling him to go to see, break. See, Lundy, this is the way, this is this is important to remember. You don't want to be a robot when you're in the producer's room. You want, if, if the conversation is going on and you've got good stuff going on, well, at least half of what's being said is good, then you let it roll. You, you can continue. See, now is the time when you tell Gordon to shut his pie hole. We've got to go to break. <laughs> <laughs> Live from the RV Super Show. Come see us, 9575 South State Street. Gordon, you mentioned it earlier. We've had a ton of listeners come by today. We keep, have. Let's keep that rolling. Yeah. And, of course, uh, if you're an experienced RVer or you're just looking to get into the game, this is the perfect spot to be the RV Super Show here at Mountain America Expo Center. More next, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. This is DJ and PK. Time to talk football with Nick Ford, the University of Utah offensive lineman. Curious how you are after the loss to BYU, and I'm wondering how much that wrecked your whole weekend, so to speak. You know, you can take it with a grain of salt. There's a lot of things on film that was good. There's a lot of things on film that were bad. There's a lot of things that people on the outside don't understand that people on the inside do understand and give credit where it's due. And, you know, it's awesome next week. Can't cope. Nobody feels sorry for us. It's a disappointment and definitely going to improve from that. Catch DJ and PK mornings from 6 till 10 on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. 
college will make a play. The best college football coverage in Utah is right here on the Zone Sports Network. We don't quit. Let's go. The Zone is giving away tickets to every Utah, BYU, Utah State, and Weber State home game all season long. Listen for your chance to win tickets to see the teams you're passionate about right here on the Zone Sports Network. You're listening to The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Oh, love this song. This big show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone, live today from the RV Super Show right down here at the Mountain America Expo Center, 95.75 South State Street. Want to remind you, Weber State fans, number nine ranked Weber State football team takes on number three, James Madison, this Saturday at 6 o'clock. Purchase your tickets now at WeberState.com or by calling 801-626-8500. 801-626-8500. Uh, Gordon, we went a little long in the last segment, so I've got a, just, a, just a quick story that you're going to hate uh, to, to throw in here. All right. Okay. Uh, th- there is at least some kind of a trend going on now at games. Um, Gordon, you know uh, wedding proposals at games uh, are a big deal. Mm-hmm. Um, how about... How about divorces slash breakup announcements at games? This happened at a Giants game uh, the other night. Somebody uh, got thrown up on the Jumbotron. Happy divorce, Max. Back in the game, exclamation point. A few weeks ago, and I don't know, uh, honestly, let's see here. What This is in St. Louis, so at the, uh, the Cardinals ball, ballpark, um, <laughs> up on the Jumbotron with this message. Alyssa, this relationship is over, Tim. I'm not a fan. I like this so much more than the weddings. No, listen, okay, the the breaking up over the Jumbotron, that's rough. To end the relationship with the message on the Jumbotron, that that might, might, might here be a, a little too far. But wishing your buddy a happy divorce? Come on. That's right on the money. Get Max back out into the game. The problem with that is that you're, you're kind of doing it at someone else's expense. The divorce one? How is that at somebody else's expense? They're they're excited. Congratulations he, for getting rid of your old longtime partner. You don't know who got rid of who. Maybe this is bucking up a buddy that got dumped. Oh, okay. Well, I guess it depends on the situation then. I don't think but, it you does. Know, divorce is a horrible. It's, it's really difficult for a lot of Agreed. people. Agreed, and people have a tough time moving on. This is somebody's buddies. Buddies going, hey, back out in the world. We're moving but, on. But is that really the appropriate venue for that? Yeah, in I front think, of thousands of people. I think yes. <laughs> think of this: thousands of potentially single uh, uh, people now know that Max is single himself. They don't know Max. Maybe they'd like to get to know him now. How is that going to happen? Are they going to start listing his uh, contact information? I would have worn a shirt at the game that says, I am Max. (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm Max. I'm available. Please call. 
Now, the the one at the Cardinals game, the Alyssa, this relationship is over, signed Tim. Now that, can you imagine Tim, they're sitting there at the game, Tim's got his hot dog, and then just goes, oh, hey, Alyssa, check it out. He points at the scoreboard. Yeah, that's, that ain't cool. No. That ain't cool. The I fact that you get so much pleasure out of that really oh, has me wait, worried. Wait, hold on. Let me look and see what inning this was in because that's really important. The bottom of the seventh. Okay, so they waited a little while because then you, you obviously they got to leave after that, what right? Or at least the difference doesn't make well, what time well, in the game this way, it is. Tim gets to watch most of the game before he has to leave. <laughs> or or does Alyssa leave and Tim just stays? That's the sorriest thing I've ever heard, Jake. You're considering. Well, he at least he got to enjoy the game. <laughs> So if you do that, though, okay, somebody's somebody's either you both have to leave after that happens, obviously, or do you just let her go and like cab at home or something and stay and watch the rest of the game? You are a bad man. You are a bad, bad man. See, here's the thing. <laughs> hey, yeah, Alyssa, a, a, well, at least a, a wedding proposal is a happy time. Unless, of course, he gets he gets turned down, which we've seen happen. And that's not good, but this this is uh, Alyssa, something that should not be celebrated. Alyssa, wait think. for the seventh. They've got a, <laughs> there's something you're going to want to see coming up on the on the jumbotron. Uh, they didn't call it the seventh inning stretch for nothing. You were locked in. Yeah. Okay. But the divorce one, come on, they're just getting Max back out into the world. That's yeah. what good friends do. Yeah, but what happens if, in, in many cases, divorce is very difficult for both parties. And so when you're doing that, then you're doing it at the expense of the other person. I don't care about Max's ex. I don't know he or she. Well, you should care. Why? She's a human being. And she should move on with her life, too. They're divorced. <laughs> okay. what do you want Max to sit there and wallow in his misery or have his buddies get him back out there? good friending right there that's good friending <laughs> i will repeat what i said earlier jake scott you are a bad bad that man. is not bad uh, the, the breakup on the jumbo train fine all right you can tell me i'm bad there but this is a positive <laughs> okay all right whatever you say more coming up next stay tuned it's the big show 97.5 and 1280 the zone it's game week for the aggie Wrapping up a big show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Big thanks to the folks here at the RV Super Show at Mountain America Expo Center. In fact, Gordon, uh, we had so much fun today. Should we come back and do it again tomorrow? Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Oh, we encourage everybody to come down here and check this out. This is a lot of fun. It is fun. It is cool. And remember, if you uh, bring a can to donate to the Utah Food Bank, you'll get a dollar off admission. You can bring as many cans as you want, up to half off. Mm. So a uh, good way to get a little bit of a discount and uh, do some good for the Utah Food Bank at the very same time. Thanks for reminding me what you talked about earlier. Maybe I need to get a can of chili and maybe have that uh, chili plate. Chili dogs. About. Yeah, okay, so, the plate. So, so you got the, you got the fries on the bottom, the chili on top of that, and then you've got uh, cheese on top of well, that. Well, the hot dogs sit the hot dogs on cut the basket. Up, the, but on not, not cut up? I don't go with the cut up. I okay. can cut it up as I go. You set the hot dog on top of the fries and then chili over it all. Okay. All right. Now, and honestly, then the accoutrements? Whatever you're feeling. Now, honestly, the first time I had this delectable dish, as much as I love Nally's chili, I had it at Deer Valley Ski Resort. Have you ever had Deer Valley's world-famous chili? Uh, I have. 
It is something to behold. Yeah, so. I used to go up there quite a bit back in the day. Not so much uh, lately, but. What do you mean back in the day? What are you and Stein shushing the slopes or something <laughs> like that? What are, you t- what are you talking about? When I lived in California. Have I mentioned that I lived in California? No. I used to come up and, and spend some time at Deer Valley. So let me get this straight. You live 20 minutes from Deer Valley right now and you don't go. <laughs> you live in a completely different state. And that's when you went to Deer Valley? I still go, but I'll go as, as frequently as I once did. Again, you're 20 minutes away from Deer Valley? <laughs> you know, that's a really interesting point. A discussion for another time, perhaps. <laughs> right in your backyard. I haven't <laughs> been there in years. Why is but it that you're willing to, to live drive halfway across state? the country to get to a place and then you live there and you just take it for granted? We live in California. We go twice a week. You just come up to 15. Stop it. <laughs> You're just <laughs> aggravating me on purpose. On the way out the door. Turn up the 80. Gordon, uh, I will see you tomorrow, buddy. Enjoy All right. Enjoy uh, your evening. You too. You got any special plans? Probably more laundry. I was just telling Megan about that. <laughs> That's all I did last night was fold laundry, and I discovered this morning, oh, is that another couple of basket loads there I didn't know about? Is there some kind of automatic folder you can find? Yeah, it's called my daughter. That's when I'm. <laughs> uh, that's why we're starting her uh, on the laundry early. Okay. It's the, it's the big show, ninety-seven-five and twelve eighty. The zone. I told you we'll make a play. The best college football coverage in Utah is right here on the Zone Sports Network. We don't quit. Let's go. Fresh off their win against Utah, BYU welcomes in Arizona State this Saturday for a showdown against the Sun Devils. You're listening to The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and the Zone Sports Network. Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. want to remind you about Football Fridays coming up tomorrow. It's presented by Mountain Land Supply, where the pros go for plumbing, landscaping, irrigation, agriculture, irrigation, HVAC parts, tools, and safety equipment. Find a location near you at mountainlandsupply.com. Can, you, can, I, can I ask you a question about, uh, about Coach Speak here for a second? Sure. Tell me if I'm, uh, if I'm being unfair. Okay. Yeah. So we just played that Coach Witt clip, and he was talking about running the ball. He's talking about the running back. And he's talking about uh, Greg Bell for San Diego State, who was uh, who was really good against Arizona, r- rushed for 125 yards, uh, but uh, it referred to him by his number. Yes. And coaches do that a lot. They do. Now, now Greg Bell, listen, if you're a, a good enough running back to be at San Diego State, other coaches probably noticed slash recruited you, right? <laughs> you know, like, I mean, a, a guy who's that good, who's a D1 running back, who's Good enough to run for 125 yards against Arizona. I'm guessing that Witt has heard of Greg Bell before mm-hmm. today. Mm-hmm. So why can't they just say the name? Because why does it have to be the number? Because he doesn't want to give the kid that much credit. Like, uh, like I don't, I know who he is, but I'm not going to say his name. Doesn't that feel ridiculous? A little kind of, yeah, yeah. But it's kind of, it's you know, I mean, you hear that all the time in NASCAR. Well, you know, the 12 car. That's dumb and too. And the 54 car. <laughs> So, but I had to really look out for this for the five car. <laughs> so there's the number thing. Okay, I'm glad you're you're telling me I'm not crazy. I thought you'd you'd say, well, there's so many players. How are they supposed to keep? No, it they know. Uh, and so the other one, why do coaches say we when they're talking about themselves? 
That's a really good question. Like, like you'll hear a coach talk about its, his previous stops, and he'll say, you know, when we were coaching at Idaho State, or maybe you know, they're when, including their wife. Why? Because uh, look, this, there's no lion team. <laughs> but have you noticed that the coaches always say "we" yes. when they they meant "I"? Yeah, maybe they're I including like their I, I swear but, they but like they, they, they could like Wit rides his bike to to practice, right? Mm-hmm. I, I swear if you asked him about it, he'd be like, "Well, we like riding our bike to practice." <laughs> it's like who's we? That's because they're so trained. They've trained themselves and they've trained the players to talk about the team, not themselves. You know, and so they're setting the example. We would be hard to ride the bike, you know, unless I, you got a two seater. It's, it's always we. <laughs> it's true. I've noticed this as well. So I always just figured when they said, well, we coached uh, at Paducah State, and then before we came here, I always figured, that, oh, he must be including his family. <laughs> and that's kind of nice. It's nice to include, uh, you know, your, your partner. Uh, give uh, give her some credit for your success? I don't go home. Would somebody say, hey, what would you do this afternoon? Well, we hosted a radio, sta- <laughs> a radio show. NASA has nothing to do with it. It's a team it's thing, It's actually Jake. kind of condescending to say we if you are including your wife. Okay, so when somebody asks you about how the show went, do you say, well, on my radio show, or do you say on our radio well, show? Even if you're not even, I'm not part of the conversation. So do you say uh, on my radio okay, show? Okay, so maybe the radio show thing was a, was a bad example. Because I do say our, because it is not mine uh, alone, right? I've known some people through the years who say my radio show. But, like, <laughs> I mean, when, when coaches are talking about themselves, and they, they I don't know, maybe, maybe it's no different. Maybe you're right. I just noticed that because they always say we. But the wife thing doesn't make any sense. I think that coaches, when they go to coaching school, I think they're told to use the the plural rather than the singular. When we coached at San Jose State. Well, your wife wasn't coaching. Although you got to give Witt credit, uh, Jake, when, when, uh, when he was talking about what happened against BYU, he said, it's my responsibility. I have to do a better job. So in that case, he did single himself out uh, for the criticism or for the accountability. So that, that, I think that's a nice move. Wit points or uh, Biff on Twitter points out says Jake Whittingham does the exact thing, same thing with BYU. I don't think I've heard him say BYU in a long time. He that actually is true. did last week at his press conference, and I don't, I don't. I'm assuming, like, he said it to David James, who that day on his show, DJ, was pointing out that Witt never says BYU. Yeah, uh-huh. And then he kind of looked at David James when he said BYU, <laughs> as if he had, had heard that conversation. He doesn't so. make a habit of it, though. But he does it on purpose. Yes. It is on purpose. Yeah. Yes, it is on purpose. It 100%. Is. Uh-huh. But no big deal. That's uh, same with that in-state game crack. That is on purpose. Uh, who gets their feelings hurt over that? Come on. And if you asked Witt about it, he'd say, yeah, we like to make a joke every once in a while. <laughs> Who's we? Yeah. We. we. Well, we is the French word for yes. So. All right. We're live here at the RV Super Show at the Mountain America Expo Center, 9575 South State Street 
here in Sandy. It's going to be going on through Sunday. And listen, they've got it all. RVs, travel trailers, toy haulers, motorhomes. Uh, you get a special show pricing on all units. A few of the people we've talked to uh, today, Gordon, we talked to them about that. They're saying, yeah, you're not going to get a better price anywhere, anytime yep. than here at the RV Super Show. So make sure you make it a point to come down. In fact, we'll be back uh, here again tomorrow. I can't think of any other environment where you can, you can shop and compare quite like you can here. Yeah. You have to drive all over town or all over the state. It's all here right in front of you. Just stroll down and check it out. It is the big show. We'll have more next. 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. We've got everything going on, on, on. Every time you go. Wrapping up a big show. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Big thanks to the folks here at the RV Super Show at Mountain America Expo Center. In fact, Gordon, uh, we had so much fun today. Should we come back and do it again tomorrow? Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Oh, we encourage everybody to come down here and check this out. This is a lot of fun. It is fun. It is cool. And remember, if you uh, bring a can to donate to the Utah Food Bank, you'll get a dollar off admission. You can bring as many cans as you want, up to half off. Mm. So a uh, good way to get a little bit of a discount and to do some good for the Utah Food Bank at the very same time. Thanks for reminding me what you talked about earlier. Maybe I need to get a can of chili and maybe have that uh, chili plate. Chili dogs. About. Yeah, okay, so, the plate. So, so you got the, you got the fries on the bottom. The chili on top of that, and then you've got uh, cheese on top of that. Well, the hot dogs sit the hot dogs on cut the basket. Up, the, but on not, not cut up? I don't go with the cut up. I okay. can cut it up as I go. You <laughs> set the hot dog on top of the fries and then chili over it all. Okay. All right. Now, and honest, then the accoutrements? Whatever you're feeling. Now, honestly, the first time I had this delectable dish, as much as I love Nally's chili, I had it at Deer Valley Ski Resort. Have you ever had Deer Valley's world-famous chili? Uh, I have. It is something to behold. Yeah, so. I used to go up there quite a bit back in the day. Not so much uh, lately, but. What do you mean back in the day? Were you and Stein shushing the slopes or something <laughs> like that? What are, you t- what are you talking about? When I lived in California. Have I mentioned that I lived in California? No. used to come up and, and spend some time at Deer Valley. So let me get this straight. You live 20 minutes from Deer Valley right now and you don't go. <laughs> you live in a completely different state. And that's when you went to Deer Valley? I still go, but I don't go as, as frequently as I once did. Again, you're 20 minutes away from Deer Valley? <laughs> you know, that's a really interesting point. A discussion for another time, perhaps. <laughs> right in your backyard. I haven't you're, been there in years. Why is it that you're I willing to, to drive in halfway across state? the country to get to a place, and then you live there and you just take it for granted? We live in California. We go twice a week. You just come up to 15? Stop it. You're just <laughs> aggravating me on purpose. On the way out the door. Turn up the 80. Gordon, uh, I will see you tomorrow, buddy. Enjoy All right. Enjoy uh, your evening. You too. You got any special plans? Probably more laundry. I was just telling Megan about that. <laughs> That's all I did last night was fold laundry, and I discovered this morning, oh, is that another couple of basket loads there I didn't know about? Is there some kind of automatic folder you can find? Yeah, it's called my daughter. That's, when I'm, <laughs> uh, that's why we're starting her uh, on the laundry early. Okay. It's the big show, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.